0: I praise the Lord it's good to be here today and I just want to take a reading from Ezekiel chapter 38 start at verse 1 to verse 6 now the word of the Lord came to me saying son of man set your face against Gog of the land of Magog the prince of Rosh Meshach and Tubal and prophesy against him. And say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and I will turn you around and put hooks into your jaws and lead you out with all your army, horses and horsemen, all splendidly clothed, a great company with bucklers and shields, all of them handling swords. Persia, Ethiopia, and Libya are with them, all of them with shield and helmet, Goma and all its troops, the house of Togema from the far north, and all its troops. Many people are with you and start it then Ezekiel 39 verse 1 a new son of man prophesy against Gog and say thus says the Lord God behold I am against you O Gog the prince of Rosh, Meshach, and Tubal, and I will turn you around and lead you on, bringing you up from the far north and bring you against the mountains of Israel. Then I'll knock the bow out of your left hand and cause the arrows to fall out of your right hand, and you shall fall upon the mountains of Israel, you and all your troops and the people who are with you. And I'll give you to the birds of prey of every sort and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. You shall fall on the open field For I have spoken, says the Lord God, and I will send fire on Magog and on those who live in security in the coastlands. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. Now, today, this is just an outline of the events that are about to take place. Very soon now, Jesus is coming back soon. But I want to speak about Russia, Iran and her allies and their attack on the land of Israel. World events are now moving quickly on the prophetic timeline. Some people look in years ahead to the return of Jesus Christ, but it isn't a long time away. Some people look in 50 years ahead. It's a short time. When you understand the Bible and prophetic scriptures in relation to world events now, you can see there isn't much time left for this world before Jesus comes back and um, brings in his new world order. It says in the Bible, in these chapters that we've just read in one verse, that God will put hooks into the jaws of Russia and drag them to the mountains of Israel to destroy them. This is what is going to happen to Russia. You see, there's a history to Russia of persecution and oppression. Um, and, uh, and God doesn't forget. a matter of fact, the Bible states that a man will reap what he sows and a nation will reap what it sows. So if we read it, when we've, been, we've just read Ezekiel 38, 1-6, 39, 1-6, Gog in that chapter signifies Russia the chief prince of Rosh Russia and her allied Muslim nations will attack Israel at God's appointed time it says in that uh, verse that we read before I will put hooks in your jaws and lead you out with your army in other words God is saying I will put hooks in your jaws and we know what That means if you put a hook in a fish's mouth, there's a line attached and you can pull that fish in. So that uh, nation will be pulled by God to the land of Israel. And it will be for the ultimate purpose of bringing glory to God and destroying um, these anti-Christ, anti-Semite nations. And to bring the downfall, just like um, God did with Pharaoh when he he said, I've raised you up for this very purpose that I I might display my power and glory in you by bringing you down and humiliating you to the whole world. And even today we read the story in the Bible about how Pharaoh and his army was destroyed by God and uh, humiliated. The Bible describes the route that Russia will take um, in her quest for uh, attacking Israel. And it speaks about Iran that will come through Iran. Now, Satan is the instigator of the attack, but he is only an instrument by which God carries out his will. And we need to always remember that. You see, God is the supreme Lord. All things are under God's control. It's only what God allows or what God arranges that will happen. About 33 years ago, I listened to a teaching message on the Russian invasion of Israel. The Bible teacher mentioned Iran, which is ancient Persia, as the route that Russia will take. Now, I took a particular interest in this because uh, it was only a year before that I had um, travelled through Iran on my way to India over land. And at that time, it was Persia. It was called Persia. And it was the Shah who was in charge. And he was pro-Western. And then the Iranian, I think it was 1979, he was deposed and exiled and power the Iranian revolution came and then there were anti-Western, anti-Semite Islamic nation. And that is uh, the situation today in Iran. It's now called Iran. And as we look at Iran today with their new fanatical anti-Semite, anti-Western leader, the Iranian president, Mahud Ahmadinejad, then we realize how close to the, the invasion of the land of Israel is. He stated himself, Israel must be wiped off the map and he's he's, he's not hidden what he believes. He's told the whole world what he wants to do to Israel. He wants to destroy it. He wants to remove it. This man is anti-Semite to the core. If we think Adolf Hitler was bad, this man eclipses him in evil. And his every intention, when you start to look into his ideology and his vision of destroying Israel, He's no, he will not be persuaded by the United Nations or anybody uh, uh, you know, to stop um, his quest for the destruction of Israel. Um, his intention for building nuclear plants to produce nuclear weapons to destroy Israel is plain for all the world to see. His intention is to lo- launch a global jihad to bring about the end of the world and hasten uh, his messiah's coming, the Mahdi. Which they believe in. It's not Jesus Messiah. It's the Mardi. What they believe in. Now Iran's nuclear pro- program continues. Building more reactors. With the intention of installing more centrifuges. For enriching uranium. The, I'm not going to keep mentioning his name. Because it's. I find it a bit hard to pronounce. I'm going to call him the Iranian president. Because that's what he is. So the president of Iran. Also said that Iran will never suspend its nuclear program. And he means it as well. So all the wishful thinking in the world, all the negotiations in the world, all the uh, powerful leaders in the world will not change his mind. It is his program. It is his jihad. It is his intention to invade Israel. because Because his ideology tells him that they must create war they must bring destruction, mass destruction, so that the Mar- it will make way. He was preparing the way for the Mahdi, for their Messiah, for him to rule the world, it, and their intention is to make it a, a a world controlled by Islam under Islamic government under the Mahdi. So when we study the theology behind Iran's Muslim Shiite president, because that's what he is, then we can see that he has no intention of changing his mind or being persuaded. At one time, when you start to look into the history of this man, there's a lot to him. He's a very well-educated man. He was in the Iran Revolutionary Guard Corps, Intelligent Unit. He's also got a PhD as well, engineering and so on. The Iranian president denies the Holocaust. He makes that open to the world. He doesn't hide these things. He tells the world, you know, uh, I saw him in an interview on the TV and they were asking him about the Holocaust and he just denies it. He's more dangerous than Adolf Hitler. Iran has been actively involved in supplying weapons to Hezbollah terrorists in Iraq. And this is why America are up in arms about it. And Israel, because they know where these weapons are coming from, these roadside bombs. And some of these weapons that are used, the sophisticated weapons, are supplied by Iran. Because they're all linked. The recent attack on Israel by Hezbollah you know, uh, it was a while ago, wasn't it now, was initiated by Ahmadinejad's apocalyptic vision. And this is only the beginning of what lies in store for Israel. Because he will arm and fund Hamas, Israel's enemy, who will be involved in the attack on Israel. So we're talking about Hamas, Hezbollah, we're talking about other surrounding Islamic nations, and the main Islamic nation being Iran, and... uh allied with Russia in this invasion on Israel. The prophets spoke about it many years ago. If you read those chapters, Ezekiel 38, 39, that God says, I spoke about this years ago through my servants, the prophets. So, you know, God speaks clearly, but not many people are listening to what God has got to say. He does speak clearly. He said, I'll do nothing first without giving a warning through my servants, the prophets. And God has been prophesying for years that this would come. And people are reinterpreting the scriptures to suit their own imaginations. Or their own thoughts or ideology. But God's word means what it says. There will be an invasion. There will be an attack on Israel. Russia with her allied Muslim nations will attack Israel. Because of the hatred that Islam has for Israel. The link with Russia and Iran. Now Russia, Iran's ally has supplied Iran with the nuclear reactor and high-tech missiles. We all know that, it's on the news, if we watch the news. Uh, This world should be worried. I know the leaders in America and Great Britain and Israel, and many other nations, are worried. Obviously they can't uh, terrify people with what they really know, but they are really worried about this, uh, the intention of this man, this leader of Iran, the President of Iran, and uh, these nuclear reactors and so on, they know in the heart of hearts and they know by intelligence that is the intention of making nuclear weapons. Now, the nuclear weapons that they will use, you know, we always think of Hiroshima, you know, the complete destruction. But, you know, they can be scaled down, nuclear weapons. They don't always have to be ones that can obliterate a planet. So they can, they can be scaled down to so that they will destroy certain towns or cities and so on. Um, it, the sophisticated weapons uh, in these days, far more sophisticated. We we saw that in the Gulf War, how they can direct bombs t- exactly to the location they're aimed for. It wasn't like the first and second world, well, the second world war, particularly when they were bombing Dresden and so on. They just ob- obliterated the whole towns and uh, uh, just completely dropped bombs, and they weren't guided. They just dropped them on them. But now the guided bombs. It's all this modern computer technology as we see it today. And so we have, uh, in, the, in the hands of some of these rogue nations, sophisticated weaponry that can um, you know, direct those weapons exactly on target. We see it in Iraq today, don't we? We see it in Israel, as Israel um, uses those weapons to target certain people, to assassinate them and so on. So uh, Ahmadinejad's race to produce nuclear weapons to attack Israel and the West is fueled by his vision of preparing the way for the arrival of the Mahdi, um, their Messiah, who will shortly reappear. He has appeared once, I think he's the 12th Imam, but he's, re- he's appeared once he w- and he disappeared, but he will reappear. And this man, the President of Iran, states that he's seen him already. And then he will reappear and rule the world. He has stated that he has already been in communication with him, this iman, um, and this iman, the Mahdi, is a direct descendant of the Prophet Mohammed. Iranian, the Iranian president's vision is a world controlled by Islam and the leader, the coming Mahdi. I need to say that again. Keep that in mind. So it's not just uh, this, you know, he, he suddenly decided to dislike the Jews and, uh, and for a period of time he'll hate them, but by negotiation uh, with other world leaders he'll change his mind eventually. No, he will follow it through till the end. It's every intention to do. So it's global domi- domination by an Islamic superpower. An Islamic world, in other words. So where does Russia fit into the picture let's look at the events that will shortly take place and it's it's good to realize that not all Muslims think the same way we have the Shiite we have the Sunnis but it's the Shiite this man is a Shiite and uh, you know not all Muslims have this destructive tendency to kill and maim you know some of them obviously we don't believe in Islam I don't believe in it at all I believe it's a satanic deception and ideology and religion But not all of them are fanatical terrorists like this man. Some of them want peace. They want to serve their God, Allah. But they want to live in peace. So they're not all the same. And it's good to make that distinction. That they're not all the same. This man is from a sect that has every intention. He's a terrorist in power. So we have a terrorist president in Iran. And he's behind. He's got a lot of blood on his hands. So let's look at the events that will shortly take place. In this world, in relation to the Bible, you see the Bible all speaks plainly about these things. If we study the Bible, we have to study, it's a lot of work. When we start to let the Holy Spirit guide us and teach us, then we can start to see world events unfolding before us in relation to the scriptures. But God doesn't do anything without first telling us about it. He'll tell us about it through the prophetic scriptures and those who can interpret the prophetic scriptures so that the world will know and be warned and the church will be prepared for what is coming and especially for the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ to the earth. Very soon, number one, very soon now, Antichrist will be installed and empowered to be Europe's new leader. That's not far away. You'll have to read the, um, go to my, listen to my other, podcasts or read that latest one that I've put a written message that I published I think it was in 2004, 2005 on the Russian invasion of Israel it's on the One Way Global 7 website it's there and there's many other messages that I've done that I've not linked to the website as yet, so let me just repeat that again, number one, very soon now Antichrist will be installed and empowered to be Europe's new leader so that's what's going to happen very soon number two he will sign a seven-year contract of peace and protection for Israel, guarantee, guaranteeing a peacekeeping force between Israel and the Palestinians. Now, we know the links between NATO and the Europe, Europe but it will be a, a, a European, a military, um, it will be the military wing of the European um, super state that will give Israel that guaranteed protection because there has to be a guarantee if you're going to sign a contract, you know, and, and to stop, uh, this war between the Israelis and Palestinians and, and so on uh, there has to be a guarantee of protection otherwise Israel has every right to protect itself and defend itself against terrorist attacks and so on and so this guarantee will come through this contract from the Antichrist between Antichrist in Israel and the rest and uh, you can read about that in the book of Daniel 9.27 if we read Ezekiel 38.11 it states that the invaders will, will say I will go yet, uh, let me just repeat that again. Ezekiel 38.11 states that the invaders will say, I will go up against the land of unwalled villages. I will go to a peaceful people who dwell safely. Now, Israel isn't a land of peace and safety now. You could say it was a land of unwalled villages, because at that time, when the prophets made those predictions, they weren 't unwalled villages and so on, but now today Israel has grown immensely and expanded, they don't have the walls and you know it's unwalled villages, so we speak of protection really, and, uh, and so that's what will come into the mind of Russia and its uh, allied Islamic nations, and they, a thought an evil thought will come into the mind, and they will say, "I will go." to a peaceful people who dwell in safety. Now, how can they... You look at Israel today. Would you call them a peaceful people dwelling in safety? Obviously not. You can see it on the news every day that they're at war and uh, it 's continual there 's continual missiles going over uh, Katusha rockets and all the rest uh, on Israeli soil killing people and so they 're not a land uh, 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 protected or a people protected living in peace and dwelling in safety why these attacks are coming on, but it says um, it says here I will go to a peaceful people who dwell in safety, so that peace and safety has to be guaranteed, and it will be guaranteed by this contract this uh, treaty between Israel and Antichrist, the European leader. Number three, a catastrophe will take place against Israel that will cause Israel to retaliate against the Palestinians, Hamas and so on, and the other terrorists. Number four, this will be the time for Iran and Russia to invade and attack Israel uh, in their so-called support of the Palestinians and those linked. Russia's interest, you wonder... The intention of the Muslim nations to annihilate Israel because of the hatred for Israel. I don't believe that really their int- main intention is strategic. But Russia's is. Now we know all the mineral wealth that Russia has and the wealth that uh, that Israel has uh, in the Dead Sea the, uh, and so on. And all the rest of the importance of the land of Israel. Uh, Russia's interest with Israel is strategic because it is the hub of major continents. It's a military strategic place. And so Russia has her own interests. And Islam has their own interests and vision and so on. Number five, Antichrist will be obliged by contract to defend Israel. Remember, it's made a treaty of protection for Israel. And will destroy Russia, Iran and their Muslim allies on the mountains of Israel. Because God will use Israel's enemies to defend her for a period of time and that's what God it's a, it, we when we look into the Bible, into the Old Testament we can see that God used um, heathen nations to bring judgment on other nations even against the land of Israel it's almost like you could say put hooks in their jaw to bring Babylonians and so on against Israel to bring judgment on them for Israel's sin and so God will use Israel's enemies to defend her For a period of time, God can do what he wants. He's got ways of working. If I'll be honest, he doesn't just use his church. to use all kinds of things to bring about his purposes in this world. He can use a sinner to bring glory and praise to him. By using him as an instrument in his hands and nations. In the end, God will get the glory for its destruction. Because I'm going to say something now. You've got to realize in the You've got to realize that there's time scale of events and there's periods and gaps in between and so on. And when the Bible says that this will happen at this such and such a time, uh, it doesn't always happen immediately. It means that it could happen like in the next two three years. Beyond that, when it's saying it, so in the end, God will get the glory for this destruction. But at that particular time, all the world will cry out unto. Uh, well, all the world will cry out, "Who is like unto the beast?" who can make war with him. He's just destroyed all these Muslim nations, uh, this Muslim, massive Muslim Islamic army and Russia. Who is like the beast who can make war with him? But ultimately, when all eyes are open, when Jesus comes back, people will give, and the Jews especially, when he starts on that day, when he to, Jesus to reveal himself to them, will well, realise that it's been the intervention of God. And I'm sure many on that day, when they see the destruction of Russia and uh, the iran and the uh, muslim nation destroyed in the lands of israel they'll give praise and glory to god at that wailing wall even though they still don't fully have the revelation of the messiah but they will eventually and then they'll get the full-blown revelation that it was god's intervention and protection but it, it says in that day they'll give glory to god so in the end god will get the glory for this destruction god said to pharaoh let me remind you he said to pharaoh for this very purpose i've raised you up that i might display my splendor in you and bring glory to my name and he destroyed pharaoh and his army in the red sea when he took off the wheels of the chariots and the waters came back and drowned the lot of them and that's what god is going to do it says it you'll have to read ezekiel 38 39 And you'll see what will happen to those nations that attack Israel because God is in the business of protecting the land of Israel. He has angelic armies at his disposal. We have Michael and his archangels and so on who are specifically there to protect the Jews, the Jewish nation. Then all the world will cry out unto the beast. Who is like the beast who can make war with him? The victory of Antichrist over Russia and her allies will cause the world to worship the beast and give their allegiance to him. Now let me just remind you, I'm going to finish now. Remember this is just an outline, I can't fill in all the details. Over many years I've spoken about these things and given particular pieces of this jigsaw, but I can't go into all that today. But let me say Armageddon is at a later date. Thank you for listening today.